Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is just that, a big, big Thursday as we start the show from New York City, and we have got so much to cover. It is Chris Carlin, Booger McFarlane today on Greeny here on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, as always, presented by Progressive Insurance and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. We have got a tremendous show in front of us and a big matchup tonight on Thursday Night Football with the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. Mr. McFarland, how are you today? He'll be with us in just one sec. We will get to that in just a moment. Meanwhile, want you to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is heating up and fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And this is an incredibly important game for both the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. And it was supposed to be the game of the season not too long ago. In fact, that was, I don't know, Monday, before the Packers found out that they were going to be without Devontae Adams and without Alan Lazard, both of whom were on the COVID-19 restriction list. And now the Cardinals are without J.J. Watt, who is out for the season, having to get shoulder surgery. So it's a bad turn of events all the way around for both of these teams. Yet, this game does not lose any sort of its importance because it does so much for the credibility of both of these teams. The Arizona Cardinals are still a team that maybe enough people around the NFL, uh, enough fans at least, are not taking quite seriously enough yet. And that's understandable. They might be undefeated 7-0 going into this game. And they may have Kyler Murray as an MVP frontrunner right now, as he should be. But there aren't a whole lot of people that look at the Cardinals and say, I'm full on board with what they're doing right now. I believe that the Cardinals are a legitimate contender. And this is the kind of game that gives you credibility moving forward. This is the kind of game that establishes you as one of the top teams in the NFL if you go out and win it. And then on the flip side, you have the Packers who are just doing what the Packers do, winning a lot of regular season games because of their quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers has only thrown one pick this season, but he does not have those top two targets tonight. He's going to be hoping to get Marquez Valdez-Scandling back, and if he does, he's basically the senior member of the Packers' wide receiver court. I mean, Randall Cobb is back, yes, but... You get the point. Um, Equinemius St. Brown, Amari Rodgers, Malik Taylor, these are not household names. Here's Aaron Rodgers on what he's expecting with Adams going down and these guys having to step up. There's a little bit of a shock factor for sure when it's Devontae, but we dealt with it last year. Uh, We may be slightly more healthy than some of the other teams as far as not having as many cases, but there have been cases here. You know, we've dealt with them, but when I heard 17, I was uh, hoping that uh, it was going to be one of those false positives for sure. 
Yeah, we have we have guys who can win one-on-one matchups. If we have to go with some of the young guys, you know, we'll uh, there won't be any different expectations. Um, we still have, you know, a lot of talent in the backfield, and and a lot of guys who can get open. So we just got to keep finding a way to, to to get them open, and hopefully we'll get uh, seventeen back after this. Well, the Packers need every little bit of help that they can get in that receiving core when you have that that level of talent missing. But Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback that makes everybody better. Aaron Rodgers is the kind of quarterback, like Tom Brady was for years, that has made wide receivers a lot of money because he's able to throw them open. Tom Brady should have been the agent for a lot of these quarterbacks or or a lot of these wide receivers over the years, like the Dion branches of the world, that he helped get big contracts or at the very least should be getting a cut of it because he made them better. And unfortunately, you found that out after they left him. It's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers and what those guys are capable of doing for him or doing uh, because of him. But you look at the numbers, at what Adams and Lazard have meant. They are basically two-thirds of the Packers' passing game overall and one-third for everybody else. So how does Rodgers respond with those kind of players not on the field with him tonight? I'm expecting him to be just fine. I am expecting him to be just fine. This game strikes me as a lot more important for the Arizona Cardinals. And this is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless because of the fact that Kyler Murray is in his third year and is doing remarkable things. You know, last week with Booger, I sat here and was talking about the best show in sports right now is Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray's right there in that discussion with the things that he's capable of doing, with the plays that he's capable of extending in remarkable ways and not just being able to avoid sacks and such, but being able to extend plays and then make big plays down the field as a result of it. It's not just keeping it alive. It's not just going and running for a first down. It's giving wide receivers an opportunity to find their way open because you cannot cover receivers for eight and nine seconds. But that's what Murray does. He's been so spectacular. This is a week where the Cardinals don't have a quarterback advantage. And it's frankly the same for the Packers, but it's not often that that is the case. But are the Cardinals truly one of the great teams in the league? That's what's yet to be determined. This has been Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. If I asked you how many teams are better in the NFL than the Arizona Cardinals? Your answer is not going to be zero, and neither is mine, and we'll tell you why next. Just getting the ball rolling on Greeny here on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. So are the Cardinals, in fact, the best team in the league, or are there several others that are better? We discuss next. Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. 
Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. It's going to be tough for the Packers to beat the Cardinals. We knew about Devontae Adams testing positive for COVID. You mentioned he missed his top target. How about his top two targets? And Alan Lazard as well. They still have 12. And whenever you have 12, you have a fighting chance. Are the Arizona Cardinals for real? Do they need to win tonight to convince you they're for real? I think they do, and the primary reason is that there are at least four teams around the league that you would look at when they are full strength that would today beat the Arizona Cardinals in a playoff game. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your thoughts on the matchup tonight, and if, in fact, the Cardinals have to win tonight to be taken seriously. I think they do, and I think they're a very, very good football team. But if you're asking me if the Packers are at full strength and they're going into Arizona, are they going to win that game if it's a playoff game? The answer is yes. If you're asking me if the Dallas Cowboys are better than the Arizona Cardinals? The answer is yes. If you're asking me if the Los Angeles Rams, even though their one loss came at the hands of the Cardinals, if you're asking me if the Rams are better than the Cardinals, the answer is yes. If you're asking me if the Buffalo Bills are better than the Cardinals, the answer is yes. Is the answer any different for you? Because... I look at those teams, and they have established something. The Cowboys uh, are starting to be what they were expected to be. And it's not just because of Dak. It's not just because their defense has improved much. They are overall a more complete team than they have been in a while. The Bills are an exceptional team. They might be 4-2, and 
But I still have the Bills going to the Super Bowl out of the AFC, and I'll be stunned if that's not the case. Absolutely stunned. The Rams I still have as the best team in the NFC. And I know that's a little bit crazy when they're not even technically the best team in their division right now based on record. The Rams have not hit their stride yet, and they're 6-1. and one. You could look at last week and say that they haven't been good enough. Look at just the fact that they allowed the Lions to be in that game. The Lions broke out everything that they could just to be in that game. Onside kicks. Two fake punts. They're doing everything possible to throw at the Rams to win that game, and they still couldn't quite get over the hump. And the Lions are a bad football team, but the Rams have not hit their stride as of yet. The Cardinals, I would argue, are perhaps peaking a bit too early, and I know that sounds crazy. I mean, look, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to go out and win games. And that's what they're doing. Kyler Murray's been absolutely fantastic. But I look at what the Cardinals have done, especially on the defensive end. And I'm super impressed, but it doesn't mean I believe that they're better than any of those other teams. They have gotten off to an incredible start. And it doesn't exactly get terribly hard for the Cardinals Anytime soon, their schedule is as soft as Charmin, boy. You get past the Green Bay Packers, you've got a disappointing 49ers team. You've got the Carolina Panthers, who don't know which way is up right now. The Seahawks are absolutely lost at the moment. The Bears, unbelievable. They have an unreal schedule that works in their favor. And to me, this is one of those games tonight that's one of the few tests that they actually have left. They get the Cowboys later in the year. Cardinals have to win tonight to show you that they're actually for real and not a paper tiger. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Josh in Tucson is up first on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Josh, what's up, bud? Yeah, I have to say the Cardinals are 100% for real. You can't go beat the Titans on the road and the Rams on the road. I mean, this is a team with zero weaknesses. J.J. Watt being out, he's not even close to our best defensive player. I think you'll see they're for real tonight, and I think the Packers are the ones that have to prove they're for real to me. Look, I get it, but the problem is the Packers have that pedigree and they have number 12 wearing that jersey. And as long as he is, the Packers are going to be taken very seriously. And frankly, he has earned that. They have earned that. The Cardinals are the new kids in town. And that's why when I look at Arizona, as excited as you want to be and you make good points on the wins that they've had, beyond that, what lies in front after tonight is not terribly difficult it truly isn't that nfc west has been so disappointing because of the 49ers and the seahawks like there was a legit chance when the cardinals looked like they were going to be good at the beginning of the year where you could have argued there would be four teams from the nfc west to make the playoffs that the seahawks the 49ers would also be wild card teams in addition to the rams making it in addition to the Cardinals making it. 
Now, you can't say that. And as far as the Cardinals are concerned with their win uh, in week one, look, they're 7-0. and I'm not going to take anything away from them. But allow me to take something away from them. The Titans are not the team right now that they were back in week one. And if they played again, would they get their doors blown off? They would not. They would not. They may lose, but they wouldn't get their doors blown off. And you notice, I'm not going to sit here and try to tell you that other teams that are 4-2 and two and 5-2 and two are better than the Cardinals. I would argue that the Chargers would give Arizona a run for their money, but I'm not putting them there. I'm putting four teams in front of them that have a true history that is backing up what they're doing now. Arizona does have a bias that they have to contend with, with teams that have been there for a while and have been pretty good. Get back to your calls in just 30 seconds, my friends. But first of all, 5G is here, and the big carriers, they want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore, because with Straight Talk Wireless, they have rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. With plans starting at just $35 a month, no contract. That's right. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G, only $299, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Are the Cardinals in a position where they need to win tonight? to prove themselves as a legit contender. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests join us via the Goodyear hotline. Right now, we go back to the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Greg is in Lake Tahoe. He is up next on Greeny. Greg, what's going on? Hey, what's happening? Yeah, I can't live in nostalgia and the history and the folklore of what Aaron Rodgers has done. I live in the present time. What about last year? That's not nostalgia and long-term history. Aaron Rodgers basically was a couple of plays away from going to the Super Bowl last year. This is very true. That's why I don't know why he's complaining about being there. But 7-0 is 7-0. If you beat a team, you're better than them. I don't care what happens. So All right, well, let me ask you a question. Arizona is real. All right, time out, though. Let me ask you a question, Greg. Did you think last year during the season – that the New Orleans Saints were better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Not never. Not never, right? Well, guess what? Your theory is out the window because the Saints beat the Buccaneers twice during the regular season. And thanks for the call. What happened then? They lost to them in the postseason. Why? The Buccaneers were better. So you can't say if you beat a team, you're better than them. You can't say that. Because by that theory, exactly what I just told you, I mean, the Saints absolutely bombed the Buccaneers later in the season, 38-3 to after they beat them week one. Do you think they were better? That's what I thought. Allen in Uniondale is next on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. What's up, Allen? Hey, what's going on, Carlin? How you Let doing? Let me just say one thing first. Yeah. Bing bong. Let's go Knicks. <laughs> All right, now Cardinals. I don't believe in the Cardinals at all. They beat a bunch of teams that weren't even healthy. The Packers aren't healthy. They just keep getting lucky. I want to see them face a real healthy team. And then we can really talk about the Cardinals. That's all. Good enough. I mean, look, 
I, the Cardinals deserve respect. They thoroughly deserve respect. And they're a good football team. They need to still prove that they're a great football team by beating really, really good teams consistently. Raymond in Wisconsin is next. Raymond, what's going on? Yes, exactly. Piggybacking off what the earlier caller said that Cardinals are the big question mark here. Aaron Rodgers is proven. Packers are proven. And it's a championship last couple of years. Even with his missing weapons, he still has a chance to beat that team. If any other team, if Brady or Rodgers were 7-0 and another team came in without their huge weapons, do you think there would be a question mark on that? Thanks, man. Have a good one. No problem. I, I, I don't think in that equation that that would be the case because you have quarterbacks who just elevate everybody else around them, and Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. There's, there's no debating that Rodgers makes other players around him better. And to me, when you don't have two of your top receivers like tonight, normally you would be fretting. And I'm sure Rodgers doesn't love the fact that he doesn't have, uh, you know, Devontae Adams out there. And he told you as much. But does he think he can't win this game without Devontae Adams? If you ask him, the answer is absolutely no. He thinks he can win this game without Devontae Adams. He absolutely does. All right, Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone AutoZone. Let's take a quick spin around the other games in the league this week that are good. Let us start in Chicago. 49ers at Bears. What's going on with Justin Fields? Is he even going to get a chance to be good this year with what's around him? The Bears have absolutely no idea what they are doing right now. Matt Nagy has got COVID-19. I mean, I hate to say it. You know, there are times where you feel like the Bears would be better off with somebody else on the sideline than Matt Nagy. I I look at the Bears, and I'm completely befuddled by what they are at 3-4. and And frankly, this should be a game where they would take advantage of a team that is not playing good football. The 49ers have lost four straight. Jimmy Garoppolo has not been very good. 49ers started the year 2-0, and here they are. This should be a game that the Bears would absolutely... It's not a get-right game, but you take advantage of a team that can't find their way out of a hole right now. And I don't see that happening. Steelers at Browns. Talk about a team that doesn't know what they are. Pittsburgh Steelers don't realize that they're not very good. They're average at best. That's what they are. And now you are going into Cleveland, and it looks like Baker Mayfield's going to be starting. I can make the case that I'd rather have Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum as opposed to Ben Roethlisberger right now. If either of those guys start, the Browns absolutely have the quarterback advantage. When was the last time that was the case for Pittsburgh? This is going to continue to be something that haunts the Steelers all year long. The fact that they did not move on sooner 
from Roethlisberger. Next! Titans and Colts. The Titans are who we thought they were at the beginning of the year. There is not a person in America that includes Cliff Kingsbury that thought the Cardinals were going to go in and absolutely blow the doors off the Titans in week one as they did. Do you think it would be a little bit different if those two teams played right now? I do. The Titans have gotten back to being what we expected them to be this season, and that is a team that's dominant running the football on the ground, that can make plays in the pass game when they need to, and they are getting a little bit better defensively. They're not a great defensive team. By no stretch are they a great defensive team. But they are getting a little bit better each week. And so, I don't expect the Titans to have a lot of trouble here. The Colts went to San Francisco and beat the 49ers in the rain the other night. The one thing I'll say, Carson Wentz has played better than I would really have given him credit credit for early in the year. It's just a matter of him actually staying on the field. And that's a big concern. Wentz has not thrown an interception since week two. That's impressive. That's impressive. Yes, he's been banged up. I understand that. But if he doesn't turn the football over, I don't expect him to ever return to the MVP caliber quarterback that he was in 2017 before he got hurt. But if he doesn't turn the football over, he's got a chance to be a better version of Alex Smith. This game I'm going to throw in because we're contractually obligated. Bengals and Jets. We're actually not contractually obligated, but I have to. And it's not a knock on the Bengals, certainly. It's a knock on the New York Jets. I'm absolutely at a loss. Mike White starts at quarterback this week. The Jets just traded for Joe Flacco... And he's not even showing up until tomorrow. What? Because he's got some personal things to tend to. Okay. All right. I had heard this offseason that Joe Flacco was either going to play in Philadelphia or he wasn't going to play. And the reason being that he wanted a legitimate chance to compete for a starting job and... Joe Flacco is from South Jersey, just outside Philadelphia. And he thought that against Jalen Hurts, he was going to have a legitimate chance to compete for the starting job. Now, when you look at what happened last year with the Jets when he played, when Darnold was down with injury, they didn't win. They were a terrible football team. But he wasn't awful himself. He looked like a representative quarterback. Six touchdowns and three picks, 55% is not great. He's nowhere near what he was. We understand this. So he's not going to start this week and potentially next week, too. Mike White at quarterback? The Jets, I know that the Patriots are going to run it up on them every chance they get. But... As far as the progress that you were hoping to see this year, it has not been there yet. Things have to get better. There are aspects of them that are playing better. Nobody's really talking about how well Elijah Vera Tucker's playing in the middle, but why would you talk about that when they have been collectively as bad as they have been? 
And as far as the Bengals are concerned, not many weeks in the past that you were the Cincinnati Bengals and you could circle the game and said and say, this is the game where we're going to get some big, fat numbers. And that's what Joe Burrow's going to be doing this week. Patriots and Chargers. Chargers are going to get right here. I'd be surprised if they didn't. You know, when they got embarrassed by Baltimore, that was just as surprising, I think. People didn't necessarily expect them to win. The Chargers are a really good football team. They are a really good football team. And the Patriots, they're in the middle of the road right now. They spent a lot of money this offseason, and this past week was maybe the first time where you really saw it paying off. But Mac Jones had his first 300-yard game. It was against the Jets. I don't expect them to play nearly as well against a much, much better Chargers team out in L.A. this week. Saints and Seahawks. Look, you know, it's not the Saints and Seahawks. You hit the wrong button there. But it's the Buccaneers and the Saints. And Tampa Bay, to me, at 6-1, and one, just continues to roll. And I don't know anybody that believes in the 4-2 and two Saints at this point that thinks they're a really, really good football team. Do you? I, I don't. I don't. I have very little reason for that to be the case. And as I said earlier, you had the Saints who beat the Buccaneers twice last year before they lost to them uh, in the postseason. Drew Brees in those two games didn't throw for an obscene amount of yardage, but threw six touchdowns, no interceptions. The Saints team is not that Saints team. It's not. They may be four and two. This could be bad on Sunday. This could be a lose by three touchdown type of game for New Orleans this week. Cowboys and Vikings. I have to say, I'll, I'll, I'll say for now, reluctantly, for now, I have been wrong about the Cowboys. For now. They are much better than I anticipated them being. At the beginning of the year, I did not think they would be running away with a bad division. But that's exactly what they are doing so far. Dak's been great. The Cowboys' defense has been so much better. They are an explosive offensive team. There's an awful lot of things going right. And I can't figure out the Vikings, frankly. At 3-3, three and three, they're just that middle-of-the-road team that's going to win some games you don't expect them to, and it's going to lose games that you don't expect them to. This week, I expect them to lose, and they absolutely will lose. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. 
Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. I was really bothered earlier this week listening to the show. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today, and I, I love the man. I do. He's been amazing to me. Years ago, uh, I was working overnights, would uh, stopped me at the Super Bowl, didn't know me from, or I didn't know him from Adam. He didn't know me, but he stopped me. He somehow knew who I was and said, I listen every day on my way into work, and I'm doing Mike and Mike, and I, I love what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. It meant the world to me. But the other day, I had a major, major problem because Nuno and Bubba will bring you guys in here. You were having a discussion about how you determine your best friend. And the discussion was actually more about the larger picture of, you know, how you choose your best friends and exactly, you know, what are the important traits to it there. And and Nuno, I just have to play the clip because... I was driving, and I was so angry I nearly drove off the road. I mean, that's how bad it was, and I love Greeny to death, but allow me to play the clip that really set me off. What you're saying, what you're telling me is that the way you judge your friends is, A, will I keep you out of trouble? Will I no, not, no, no, like, no. Will you keep me out of trouble if, I, if there's any questionable activity this right. back so in the day? Essentially, so what you're I, saying if, is, if will you is, rat me out yes. in the event of a crime being committed? Yes, correct. This is how you judge well, your friends? Listen, there's some, I think there's just some, do you, are you a man of convictions? Nuno, I can't tell you that, I mean, we've known each other, uh, you know, six months or so or something like that. Is that fair to say, roughly? Mm-hmm. Yep. You've never been more right in, in, in this time. And I just was so disappointed in how unfairly attacked you were. Because what defines a best friend, Nuno? Loyalty. Loyalty defines a best friend. And the fact that you said the very first thing that you're looking for in a trait in a best friend is that that person is going to be willing to provide an alibi for you should you be involved in any illegal activity or deny any even knowledge of you existing is quite simply the greatest trait that you can have as a best friend. And frankly, it's the most important one that there is. No, I mean... You know, I think one of my job on this show is to bring that common man quality, right? Yes. And it's and that's one of those. Like you're hanging out with your buddies, something might happen, or even if you're not hanging out with your buddies, and something who knows? happens, could be a like, crazy night. Who knows what happens? Exactly. I just want to know that you have my back, and to think that, like, wait a minute, how can you think that way? It's kind of sad. I think really, like, it feels like you don't have enough life experience sometimes. I have to ask this question. Did you feel triggered? <laughs> well, no, I just feel like no, you know, no one on the show that I work with for the, over the last year, Bubba kind of gets me because we've worked together for longer, gets me and understands the common man. Nuno, where are you from originally? I, well, I grew up in uh, Bridgeport. Okay. I grew up in New Jersey. Understandably, this is the first thing that we look for. Okay. This is it. I need to determine my best friend by knowing that if I call you at 2 o'clock in the morning and I say we got a problem, that you are going to be at my house 20 minutes later with two shovels and a bag of lime. 
Is that fair to say? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Not that that would ever really happen, mind you, but that if something crazy did happen... There is somebody in the world who's got my back. And it's not everybody. I'm not expecting that from everybody. And Bubba, I was just frankly, I mean, I, I know that you were saying after the fact that you had his back in this, but and, and like you might have been that guy for him. But early, you were immediately going after him. Well, no. I mean, I think you we, attacked it's him. important to remember here, the question was simply... What is your best friend's name? It was, the question wasn't what makes a good friend. That was never. But that's, all that's where he, Greeny was going all with Greeny it. All Greeny asked was, what is your friend's name? And all Nuno had to say was Gordon. But for some reason, he went off this crazy tangent about, uh, well, I, I gotta, I'm trying to think of, what, well, who do I say? Do I say that? No. Oh, I got to think of which one will the. Just say your friend's name. First of all, now, as a great as a great producer, I know where to take the conversation. And talking about you know a friend who busts your chops because you're you know you root for the Jets and they're a disaster. Mm-hmm. Like no, like let's have a real conversation yes. about best friends. Exactly. And I, I mean, have it to ended take up being great. I'm not saying that, and it was. I'm just saying you're. you're I think you're. you're Conflating two different things. The conversation wasn't what makes a good friend. The question was simply, "What's your best?" I, I understand name? that, but Bubba, separately, I, I agree. look. I'm one of the most loyal people you can ever say. I've had the same friends for thirty plus years. I've had my friends were in preschool. I've had the same friends forever. I'm as loyal as it comes. So I'm I'm with them on that. That just wasn't the question. Yeah, I, we didn't even Green didn't even come to me because they asked Nuno first, and they didn't even get a chance to talk to me because he went on this crazy tangent about illegal activity that he was covering up crimes. I have never, never been more disappointed in you than I was you know the what? other day. That's and great. again, listen, the, uh, you, you can try to paint it however you want. Whatever's going to help you get to sleep tonight is just fine. All I can tell you is you were dead wrong and so was Greeny. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greedy on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.